Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate the life of our dearly departed brother in Christ, Patrick O'Rourke. As you know, he's been sick for quite a while, and we were expecting the worst here for a little bit. And so I went to be by his bedside in the last hours of his life, and I said, Patty, how would you like us to remember you at your funeral? He said, well, first of all, I don't want any crying or none of that nonsense. And also, Father, nobody needs to hear what you have to say. Save it for Sunday. I'm assuming he meant no disrespect. But he said, I don't want to hear, I don't want anyone hearing a bunch of palaver from a wordy priest. If you've got to say anything, just give them James. Everything I would ever want to say and everything that is needed to be said is contained in the book of James. So please, Father, just give, him, give them James. And so, in honor of our brother in Christ, I now give to you the book of James. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in dispersion, Greetings. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to you. But ask in faith, never doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For the doubter, being double-minded and unstable in every way, must not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Let the believer who is lowly boast in being raised up, and the rich in being brought low, because the rich will disappear like a flower in the field. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the field. Its flower falls and its beauty perishes. It is the same with the rich. In the midst of a busy life, they will wither away. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. For, uh, for such a one has stood the test and will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised. No one would tempted to, should say, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, and He Himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it. Then when that desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and that sin, when it's fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved. Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow. In fulfillment of His own purpose, He gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of His creatures. You must understand this, my beloved. Let everyone be quick to listen and slow to speak, slow to anger, for anger does not produce God's righteousness. Therefore, rid yourselves of all sordid, sordidness and rank growth of wickedness, and welcome with meekness the implanted word that has, been, has the power to save your souls. 
but be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if anyone hears the word and does not do what it says, they are like those who look at themselves in a mirror, and upon turning away, immediately forget what they saw. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget, but doers who act, they will be blessed in their doing. If any think they are religious, and do not bridle their tongues, but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. Religion that is pure is undefiled before God. It is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself unstained by the world. My brothers and sisters, do you in your acts of favoritism really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothes comes to your assembly, and if a poor person in dirty clothes comes in, and if you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, Hey, have a seat here, please. While the one who is poor, you say, Stand there, sit at my feet, please. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves? And have you not become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my brothers and sisters. Has not God chosen the poor in the world to be rich in faith and to be heirs of the kingdom that He has promised to those who love Him? But you have dishonored the poor. It is, is it not the rich who oppress you? Is it not they who drag you into cart? Is it not they who blaspheme the excellent name that was invoked over you? You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to the Scripture. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but do not have works? Can faith save you? If a brother or a sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm, eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, what is the good of that? So faith by itself is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works and I, by my works, will show you my faith. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you senseless person, that faith without works is barren? Was not our ancestor Abraham justified by works when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was brought to completion by the works. Thus the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works, and not by faith alone. Likewise was not Rahab the prostitute also justified by works when she welcomed the messenger and sent them out by another road? For just as body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For all of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistakes in speaking is perfect, able to keep the whole body in check with a bridle. If we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at ships, though they are so large 
that it takes strong winds to drive them, yet they are guided by a very small rudder whenever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great exploits. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, set on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself on fire by hell. For every species of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by human species, but no one can tame the tongue, a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who, have made, who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this, this ought not be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives or a grapevine figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. Who is wise and understanding among you? Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness, born of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. But the wisdom from above is pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. And a harvest of righteousness is shown in peace for those who make peace. Those conflicts and disputes among you, where do they come from? Do they not come from your cravings that are at war within you? You wanting something and do not have it, so you commit murder. You covet something and cannot obtain it, so you engage in disputes and conflicts. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly in order to spend what you get on your pleasures. Adulterers! Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you dispose that it is nothing that the Scriptures say God yearns jealously for the Spirit that He has made to dwell within us? But He gives all the more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers and sisters. Whoever speaks evil against another or judges another speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver one judge who is able to save and to destroy. So who then are you to judge your neighbor? 
Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Indeed, we call blessed those who showed endurance. You have heard of the endurance of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Above all, my beloved, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any oath. Just let your yes be yes, and let your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over you. Anoint them with an oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being like us, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth yielded its harvest. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and is brought back by another, you should know that whoever brings back a sinner from wandering will save the sinner's soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. The word of the Lord. Amen and amen.